0: Everyone considered him the coward of the county He never stood one single time to prove the county wrong Welcome to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast And we are the Executioners, Coming to you from the Brick Studios We're going to be eating lightning and talking thunder We're going to drop kick you right in the ear holes um, I'm a little confused by the, uh, song choice.
1: I thought we had a song picked out and then you just kind of switched it up. What's up? It's Kenny Rogers. Well, okay. That's your, that's your boy. I know that, but.
0: Oh, well, I'm glad you're sitting down because I have some, I have some tragic news for you, buddy.
1: I don't like how this is starting
0: already. The gambler, Kenny Rogers passed yesterday.
1: Get out of here.
0: He did? <laughs> He did. I'm
1: living under a rock.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of a lot of other things going on in the world, but yes, Kenny oh, Rogers.
1: That damn that sucks. That was your yes.
0: boy. It was. It was my boy. And back I,
1: in the day, you would uh, you kind of give me a, you pound on me a little bit and say, hey, I'm I'm gonna pound on you like the Gatlin boys. The, yeah, the Gatlin boys. That was part of it, right? That it was. was it was. It,
0: you. I don't know if good, that was a song, good, but it was good memory. Gatlin boys. So, you know, like when I was a little kid, uh, you know, we didn't have a lot of money and I had a record player. We didn't have a lot of money, so I only had three records, okay? Okay. And one of those records uh, was Kenny Rogers' Greatest Hits, okay? And on that, there was a song called Coward of the County, okay? So I must have listened to that song 6,417 times, okay? So... I had this little, this little punching bag and it wasn't like a heavy bag and it wasn't a speed bag. It was kind of, it was like, it had this little metal platform that you stood on with one foot and it had a little pole that came up that was on a spring. And on the top of it was like a, like a speed bag. And I would put cow to the county on and I was like, I don't know, eight, nine years old. And, and I would put cow to the county on, and I was standing on my whitey tinies all 27 pounds of me so quick. <laughs> and I would just, I would just beat the holy living crap out of that, that punching bag. That and song, you,
1: that song touched deep with you because that's not
0: really like a pump up song. No, no, it's not a pump up song. It's, it's the story. It's the story being told in the song. I got Get you. It. So, you know, it's to the County and you know that you have this, uh, you have this uh, kid in there. His name's Tommy. Um, his daddy died in prison. Um, and, you know, one of the things is his dad must have been a real roughhouser because one of the things he said to Tommy, like before he died, you know, he said, you know, Tommy, you know, you don't do the things I've done, you know, turn the other cheek. It, it doesn't mean you're weak. And so so Tommy, you know, he tries not to, you know, get in any fights or ever stick up for himself. So they, they start calling him. They would call him the coward of the county or they call him yellow and, you know, people would pick on him and things like that and you know and so the story goes on the song but it's a story being told you know and and tommy has a girlfriend you know there's there's i think it goes there's someone for everyone and tommy's love was becky okay okay becky becky with tommy and becky i mean kenny didn't get real cre- creative with the names <laughs> and so uh you know the, the story goes on so one day tommy's you know he's he's out working out in the fields working. Okay. Okay. And they say, and this is Kenny goes, you know, Tommy came, Tommy was out and working. He's like, uh, Gatlin boys came calling. They took turns with Becky. And he goes, there was three of them. And I'll tell you right, right then I hit that boom, those <laughs> freaking Gatlin boys. I'm I'm just boom, boom, hitting that thing of my little underoos, you know, my scooby doo underoos. boom boom. I'm taking those Gatlin boys on. And so and then it comes to a part like uh, you know, Tommy comes in from work and it's something like he's what he's what's it say? Uh he's the torn no what'd he say that the torn dress, the shattered look. When he says shattered look, i I'm getting goosebumps right now. I'm getting goosebumps <laughs> right now. And he says, shatter the, sh- the torn dress. Because you know what those Gatlin boys have done. Bad yep, things. Absolutely. Bad things. Yep. You know, so, you know, Tommy comes in and, you know, he, he, he goes to the fire, the mantle above the fireplace and says, he, he takes down his daddy's picture and, and tears are rolling down and he's hearing those words. His dad said, you know, turn the other cheek, Tommy. But this time, oh, yellow, the coward, he can't turn the other cheek. So he goes to some bar where the the Gatlin boys are hanging out. You know the Gatlin boys are hanging out there. Gotcha. And and so he comes walking in. And it's I think this thing story song goes like, one of them got up and met him halfway across the floor. Okay, and then all of a sudden, I guess Tommy turns around and one of them, hey look, oh yellow's is leaving. But then this part is ooh the goose <laughs> This part he goes. But you could hear a pin drop as Tommy stopped and locked the door. So, so Tommy,
1: Tommy, he was he, all
0: that bottled up inside him. So, so long story, He just uh, it, 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 this the song goes, you know, he he beats the crap out of the uh, he beats the crap out of the Gatlin boys for what they've what they've done to Becky, you know. And then he 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 again he you know he hear it says this, he uh, hears these words again. As the last one falls. And then he, Tommy kind of like goes back to the little saying with his dad, but he reverses it. And, he, and the, the end of it, the end of it, he's like, Sometimes you gotta fight to be a man. So, man, I'm, dude, I would just, I would be hitting, I don't know, a song's three or four minutes. I'm just boom, 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 punching at that heavy bag and, and you know, f- I'm fighting the Gatlin boys. Yeah. I, I remember I used to, I used to say this to you guys and that's what your friend tries to I used to say to like you and Sam and Tom, I beat you guys like the Gatlin boys. And, and I could tell you, one thing that added to this... I'm
1: not sure, now that I hear the story, I'm not sure I really like you called a Gatlin boy now, but...
0: Uh, so, here's also another part. So, you know, we touched on in the first podcast about, our, about Whitey, our dad. Yeah. So, one time, you know, Whitey was a roughhouser back in his day. And I can remember one, uh, I think it was a Sunday morning, Sunday morning, Saturday, waking up and whatever, coming downstairs, and, and dad's still in bed. He's in bed late. next thing you know, dad gets up probably like close to noon, which he never did. You know, really? He's an early riser. Yeah. So he comes out. He's got this big giant shiner. <laughs> I mean, a big giant shiner that you only know comes from a punch. Yeah. Okay. And he would never really say anything. But I can remember we actually had family over that day like for a little fish fry or something at our house. And dad was wearing sunglasses all day trying to, <laughs> trying to hide sunglasses. Trying to <laughs> hide the shiner and, and I kinda you know, we lived in a small town so I kinda started hearing rumors about you know, dad had gotten in a, in a in a fight down at the Campsville Inn or whatever, and kind of he, he, he took some licks, <laughs> and so then that even add, you know I always then that even added more to my my, my punching bag inspiration.
1: Oh, so now it was the Gatlin boys and
0: the guys. And that the dad the, yeah, fought, yes,
1: who the, gave my dad a black
0: eye? Exactly, man. And, and I actually know <laughs> and I actually know the name of the person who did it. And in another weird turn events: that guy actually got shot. And oh. killed. And the guy that did it never went to jail. I'm not saying. I'm <laughs> just saying. But, the, but that's a true story. Hey, let's uh, let's do a little toast to Kenny Rogers. Let's do a toast the, to Kenny. Hey, here's Good to call. the gambler. I, RIP, brother. Woo! <clears throat> Good stuff. You know, as I got older, I liked... I, you know, you hear that story about the Gatlin boys and, and, and Becky and... It kind of crept in my. I hope Becky just wasn't running around on Tommy and then made up that story about the Gatlin boys.
1: Ooh, ooh. that's a that's Do you know that's what I'm a little a different know, view. I the, the story I see where says, you're going, but. the
0: story says you know the Gatlin boys came calling. Well, they might have just called her on the phone. <laughs> hey, Becky, we heard Tommy's out of town. <laughs> <laughs> we say we party it up. You know, your man's gone. Let's let's have some fun. Oh. <laughs> uh, so the kind of here, she said he said kind well, of thing. I don't know. I mean her dress was torn though. I don't I don't
1: know. A little roughhousing. So man, sorry to hear about your boy, but uh it was a good story. Um anyways, m- moving moving on, we're um we thought we'd get into um these next two shows and we kind of um we tell each story from my story and then Todd's story about how we got to the point in our lives where we are business-wise and um,
0: just how how we got started. Let's hurry up and get your story over with so we can tell mine. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it just the, these, and the, you know, we want to tell people, like these shows, our podcasts, aren't going to always be about us. Actually, kind of want them to be the opposite of about us all the time. But we thought just, you know, um to our millions of listeners, four of them, uh, some of them, Two or three, no, they'll all know our story. But we just thought uh, <laughs> we'd, we'd get our story out there and just kind of say who we are. That way, uh, then we'll just move on with our, you know, having guests and things like that. Yep. Absolutely. So, so I, I thought we'd start with yours. Let's do it you know I'm and, good with that you know it, I, I want to tell people out there like we have nothing written down we have no this is zero I, I'm sure by listening they can tell none of this is scripted we just want to come in and you know just talk about your story and, and uh, none of it's scripted just having a conversation we want these about to be about conversations and not not interviews and things like that yep. so. so let it flow let it go anyway we're going to turn it over to we're going to give you Ross Locks owner of the Brick House and Brick Hall 'm uh, gonna kind of go into his story a little bit so where do I, 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 you want to start man? well I guess I, I'll be the interviewer I Let's said we would have okay. a conversation but now I'm saying I'm the interviewer so <laughs> um so you own the the locks brick house grill uh, which is a bar and a restaurant um you also own the uh, the uh, the brick hall which is right next door to it which is a a little uh you know like banquet venue wouldn't you say that event, yep, event so small it. event uh center um work for yourself so when when did you what let's start let's start a a little bit so we 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 touched on it one time you went to a few different colleges in your life
1: yeah i was just trying to be well-rounded yeah really yeah (laughs) (laughs) trying to find a good fit i mean what's a good way to put it man we don't have to (laughs) touch on this much
0: because we really want to get into your 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 entrepreneurship but uh you played college basketball. Yep, played a couple right. different colleges.
1: So started off at Lewis and Clark. Played a couple years there. Mm-hmm. Um, and being a little six foot white kid, it's uh, the college game is
0: tough. <laughs>
1: you better be freaking good. Yeah, uh, I was just so so. Went to, uh, you know, went to Eastern Illinois after Lewis and Clark.
0: Shout out to Eastern Illinois University. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, I know you. You know this, but I'm just putting this out there. <laughs> that my alma mater. Okay, that's where I, I graduated I know, from. I Eastern know. Illinois University, uh, Charleston, Illinois.
1: So, went there. It um, was probably a little over my head after getting there. And um, and then from there, I played one year there. The the coach that did recruit me and brought me in, the staff was let go. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, with the new coach coming in, it kind of puts you in limbo. I mean, I kind of felt go- good going into my second year there yeah. with, the, with the staff that brought me in. Are they Division in. One? They're Division One. Look at you. Um, but the next staff coming in you don't really know where you're going to stand mm-hmm. with them they care less you know it's like right. you know they got they want to bring their guys in if they're going to win or lose you know get fired they're going to do it with their guys mm-hmm.
0: so and they I, want to get rid of the guys that suck yeah like, like me yeah. like me a
1: slow white <laughs> kid who, <laughs> um, so i um, went to SIUE um, it was a good fit for me i thought we i mean went there went there and the team the team at SIUE was probably better and then then at um at Eastern, mm-hmm. just that current year, we ended up we went to the Elite Eight um and we, we at set, SIU? Yeah, we set oh. the record for uh most consecutive wins in S- SIUE history. I mean we had a we had a squad there. Yeah, they nice. were good. There were some other D- division one transfers. Um you know, and then even there, you know, I I played sparingly. I, I kind of went into a team that was just good. But it was but it but it was fun mm-hmm. because we were good. Right. Um right. And then so my last year there, then I, I went back to Eastern as because it was gonna be quicker to graduate. Uh-huh. So I and, so I and did you, graduate. You
0: got a teaching degree and Eastern's a big education school. Big education school. school then and
1: um, so it was the right choice mm-hmm. to go back, finish school earlier and, and, and get a degree from a school that I thought was better in that field. So uh from from there I um I got into teaching um kind of right off the bat. I, I I worked for you for a little bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and but and won't even
0: talk about you working for me okay, we, we won't start, even we'll talk about that, that. yeah um, skip
1: that so i got a, so i got a job at a uh, beardstown <laughs> illinois um right off the bat it was my first teaching gig and i got i was pe and driver's ed now let's let's talk about
0: beardstown beardstown small town right
1: smaller town up north uh, about a half hour north of jacksonville
0: how, um, what, hey for our millions of listeners all around the country how far is that from chicago <laughs>
1: Th- is that what that's what matters? Yes, I don't f- know. I never. <laughs> probably still three hours. Three hours from yeah. Chicago.
0: How many hours is that from St. Louis? Uh, about two hours from. St. Okay, Louis. so well, yeah. just to put it in perspective. Okay, case, you know those um, the people listening to us out in California will know. There, there we go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's got it's more uh, it's more in the middle of Illinois. You so know? you start the, teaching there. Start teaching there. And um, the, I was also the head basketball coach so d- there. Did you
0: get the head coaching job right right from the start?
1: Right from the start. Yep.
0: Now, what what was your subjects you taught? PE and driver's ed. Oh, I thought you were a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gotcha. Uh, okay, <laughs> uh, what
1: are you trying to say? I was just a no. The, well, you ran recess, recess teacher, or and you what <laughs> taught people how to drive.
0: <laughs> um, so you're how how long were you there? Six years. Six years. Yeah, gotcha. So, coach, had, had basketball coach the entire time.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: You kind of, and I want to do a lot on this and there's certain things I know and you probably won't say, but I'm going to brag about you a little bit. Okay. I okay. mean, you kind of, you kind of turned that program around a little bit, right?
1: Yeah. I, I won't have this exact, I know, um, not that we were state dominant or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I know like the, the, the three years previous before I got there, I think they had won like a total of, it was under 10 games mm-hmm. in three years. Added up? Added up. Three years added up, dude. Yes. Wow. Um, and by the time I left there, we were always winning about 20 games. I mean, right close to it. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm very proud of what I did with the program. Right. Um, Super grateful for the situation and the opportunity I had there. Um, and how for, far
0: is Beardstown from here? From, about are, from a, about the brick a, studios right now to drive to Beardstown High School? Just under two hours. Just under two hours. Gotcha. Yeah. Um,
1: so w- with my opportunity up there, it, it was it was probably the best thing that ever c- could have happened to me. Mm-hmm. It took me away from, you know, I went up there by myself, right. put in a situation where was i think was best for me at the time of my life it took me away from kind of my friends or put me in a situation where it was like sink or swim and for the first time in my life you know i wasn't i wasn't real big in the school i i got by mm-hmm. it wasn't about studying and getting better like I, right. I just wasn't that type of i was about right. sports right. and then once i got a little older sports and going out right but school work for me was just not something that i was interested in mm-hmm. never really learned how to learn how to study right um but the big thing about going up there that i learned and, w- and was able to self-improve about finding stuff that i cared about and, mm-hmm. and then right off the bat it was basketball how do I get better as a coach? So being up there, isolated, small by myself, town, small no town, friends, So all you do. did is just just uh, jump boom, right, into this, right in. and I just studied. I started getting mentors and picking people's brain from anybody who would talk to. Probably bothering people, studying game film, to reading books, to doing whatever you could do to study. And along the way, I didn't I didn't understand this at first. But what I really ended up doing was I really learned how to learn right? you know Mm -hmm. but I was so I didn't look at it at the time because I was just so interested in Mm -hmm. that subject and just obsessed with it and uh, you know that wasn't something I ever had with school so I just kind of got by in school you know Um, but so that's
0: I could I can remember you coming to me and like, I'm not a basketball coach, but you came to me like, cause you wanted to get their strength and conditioning program. come So you yeah. came to me, and I come here, do you remember my, my still, I was still in the garage. Pride was still in my garage and you came in, I just started showing you all the, and you had lifted weights, but I, we were doing it more it's, like geared towards basketball. And yeah, I started yeah. showing you these, yeah. a lot of basketball specific exercises and, and strength training for it. Right? Yeah. I mean, so you're, you're picking, I know you're picking our brother, Ty's brain, a lot, like all kinds of different yeah, coaches. I was brains. learning,
1: trying to because you start seeing other programs and they're successful year in and year Mm -hmm. out. What are you doing? Right. So you start emailing them, start calling them. Hey, what do you guys do? And then you find out, Hey, how big the strength and conditioning programs are in their programs. Right. So I'm like, Oh shoot. Who do I know? How can I learn that? So it's like every angle you got to start
0: learning and studying. so. So, so the weird part of this story is you're no longer teaching. You're no longer coaching. So, you now own a bar restaurant event center. So how does it come about that you're, you're successful in basketball you're, you know, you're a teacher, you've, you've, you've got six years into your career that you went to school for. How has it become that you now work for yourself? What happened there?
1: Well, I I think it starts back from almost childhood kind of Uh Um, early age. You know, we we already talked about Sergeant Margaret. I mean, there was no sitting around the house. You had to get a job. Right. You know, I, Sixth grade was a paper boy. Right up until I went to college. So, oh, uh,
0: you had a paper route? Oh uh, yeah. So I, I had one too. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so I, even there, but I, but I, I mean, I think as a paper boy, you kind of work for yourself, as in, right. Your service needs to be good because you're relying on those tips, right? So you kind of work for yourself. You've got to wake yourself up. I mean, it's, it's, it was it was tough. Wait, well, well,
0: basically, what they would do is they would sell you the papers. Yes, bring you the papers. They sell them to you for. I'm just making this up. They sell them to you for a nickel, and basically, you're selling them to your 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 customers, clients, people on your route for a quarter, something yeah. like that. I, I'm yep. just making those numbers up. But yeah, you. So, it was all on you to for the customer service. And did you have to do... Because I had to do bill collecting. Did you have to collect... Yeah,
1: I had to collect every, all the bills. Which, now, they did... Towards the end of my route, they ended up starting to do where they could uh, send it in. I yeah, didn't have to it, go... By yeah, the end of my route, I didn't have to go to everybody. In,
0: in this world we're in now, let's think about that for a second. So, yeah. what they would do is they would send a six... How old are you in sixth grade? 11? 13, 12, no, 13. You're probably, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 11, 12, 30. So they, So you have to go around to different people's houses <laughs> that you don't even know and knock on their door and then ask them to pay you their monthly fees for the newspaper. Yeah. So you know what it's like now being a business owner trying to get people to pay you like, you know that owe you money can you imagine like what's us send an 11 year old to the door a stranger's door and knock on it and I ask them it. it seems crazy that now It doesn't
1: happen now does it <laughs> oh
0: <laughs> no I mean Girl Scouts they don't go around selling them door to door they but, you know you do it online or your parents do
1: it for but you but again you know basically like you said they sell you the paper yeah and so it, it is a business of yourself and if you want to make you probably more, jacked the price of the paper up if you want to make more <laughs> money though you got to get people to more Same. subscriptions. Right. So there'd be times where you know I would you would go out to collect but you would also knock on doors of other people to see if they were interested in getting the telegraph, you know, the paper. So so yeah, you had to work for yourself and you had to have a little hustle. There was right. so my I started off with one route, had it for a few years. The route adjacent to mine came open. I took that route as well. So if you know anything about Bethalto, I had the, enti- the entire Prairie Street from uh-huh. start to all the way down. So <laughs> yeah. I went for for about a year. Or so yeah, I had it all.
0: No, was was this a morning route or <clears throat> morning route? What time? Yeah, so, so I you did it so before school.
1: Before school, about five thirty every day, I got up.
0: Wow. Did you walk it? Ride a bike? I
1: rode a bike. Had a. Um, how many papers you you
0: te- people don't realize how that, that's heavy. It's heavy,
1: yeah. and, and and back then you had to wake up, you would go outside, they they delivered them in a big old bundle. You took them inside and then had to roll them. Right. Did, so, now did, so were you a, put
0: them in a rubber band. You put so them in a I always put them in a rubber band. Uh-huh.
1: But for, but then if it rained, yeah. you had to bag them. Yeah. Um, so woke up. The, the worst part uh, to me was the rolling. God, I hated it. Yeah. Wake up
0: because it gives um, you no know, closer to being done. When you're throwing the papers, exactly, you're like, okay, exactly. I got ten more papers to throw. But that rolling, you're just—it's like a warm up when you're going to work out. So you're not
1: getting any closer to getting done. I went the bike route, and I went the bike route with I went around and got baskets big old basket on the front of this hey, you, you all, know this wasn't the, Lee, hey, this down. was not the bike i rode around town uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was my paper out You big not want your friends seeing you riding had around baskets on the back of it too <laughs> yeah
0: so big beachcomber i went that route yeah. but yeah. as Did it have a banana seat on it <laughs>
1: <laughs> but as i got lucky there's a if you're familiar with the again there's villa rose out here
0: um, oh, the, they're like a retirement, retirement assisted living home. So I ended up getting Ooh, lucky as, as I That's could, the That's the Cadillac of routes yeah, because so you're not I, inside. You don't have to roll exactly. them. You just run around dropping them on the so paper. So
1: I took that route, on, dropped my other two routes, picked uh, that route up, which was more papers than actually my ra- other two routes. But – they delivered the papers there. Didn't have to roll them. Rode didn't my bike out. Them. Yeah. Rode my bike out there. Walked in, grabbed the papers, and just delivered them on the doors. Nice. That was, I did had you have to collect
0: out to, Collect money out there?
1: Very little. Yeah. They had a different system out there, and there's yeah. very little that I had to collect. And and those the people that I did have to collect, they were more because they wanted to. They wanted to talk to me. <laughs> to tell you the truth. Right. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, that's that's kind of where it started, and and then I got to go to you know. My parents, You know, Mm my mom and my stepdad, Austin, from the time, you know, that we moved down here Mm -hmm. um, and they got married, Austin always had his own business. Mm -hmm. So when you grow up from the time you're four and you're, you know, your mom owned a cleaning business, you're going to work with her, your stepdad owns this construction business and they get into rental properties and they're entrepreneurs yourself. Mm -hmm. Like when you grow up that around that, that's just kind of in you that, man, this is the way I would, I want to earn a living. So-
0: and you know, it's kinda like when we say that, like, oh, you know, your stepdad owned his own business your mom owned her. But like like when they met like he wasn't like real successful and we were poor then, and so it was kind of fun to like to watch his this. business grow. Absolutely. You know, and then yeah. went from just, you know, kind of doing home repairs and things like that to to building houses to to renting to buying houses and renting them. And then they, you know, they bought apartment, you know, they converted an old school to apartment. So we got no. to watch them sort of grow and flourish, yeah, start out at the bottom and kind of grow and flourish. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. and we, like we talked about our mom had a cleaning business, but it like it was just her or us helping her. And it wasn't, didn't have a name or yeah. I'm not sure if mom was ever incorporated or anything <laughs> like that. But, but, but yeah, it's and it's still and then, but, something in you. But then you as know? mom, but then they kind of started working together as, you know, Austin would build a house before um before they, you know, they could sell it. they she'd come in and clean it or like or you know, the rental houses, mom would do the cleaning for them yeah, or ab- you know. Absolutely. It just went it, hand in hand. Yeah, it did. It did.
1: So, and so then so back to then back to being a teacher and a coach. Um, you know, that was so important in my where I am now because like I touched on, I taught myself how to learn. Mm-hmm. And so getting into basketball, and I'm reading, and I'm studying, and I'm picking everybody's brain. I'm, I'm doing all this necessary stuff to get better. And then it just kind of, you know, I started reading. I wouldn't read a freaking book if you <laughs> right. paid me back in the day. <laughs> right, you right, know? But it started where I, I started reading basketball books, mm-hmm. other coaches, their story, their bag, or whatever. Right. And it the first book that I read that had anything to do with business was this Bobby Knight book. Mm-hmm. And it was, he had, he speaking was speaking re- of sergeants. So, yeah, <laughs> he had retired mm-hmm. and he put out this new book. I'd read other books of his about coaching, but this one was geared towards like how you get better in life and business. And it was the first one. And it kind of opened my eyes. Like it started to like, man, this is how I kind of always like felt or. Yeah. And so from there, it kind of opened up a different different rabbit hole or so where i started like oh here here's a book on business and i started reading uh self-help books and mm-hmm. business books and and it went from all basketball to this like desire that i wanted to learn business right so i started reading books and then studying that um the power of
0: the power of books you know you and i you and i bounce books off of each other all That's, the time we're exchanging books buying each other books it's it, like I mean, the people, power of books. It really it, is. It, if you don't know, now yeah. you know. Now you mean, know. <laughs> it really is. It,
1: it, the power of books is unbelievable. That's a great, great line. Um, so I started just getting into that, and it used to be I came home. And this is probably about my third year up there. And it used to be I'd come home, got free time. I mean, I'm digging, digging into what I what I can in basketball. And then also of mm-hmm. there's this turn where all I can think about is finding this next, Mm -hmm. business book or getting in rabbit holes online and it's business business and it started off real estate which Mm -hmm. was easy for me because that's how I kind of grew up right watching my parents do that so I start getting in my head like I'm studying real estate and I'm like man okay I make this much a month if I can somehow invest in houses and get rent up to what I make right now right I could man I, I could get out of teaching and do that and just keep keep you know take a while but you know that was my thought and then i don't know somehow this learning process got into restaurants mm-hmm. and i started just kind of touching a little bit there because you've
0: that, listen yeah. you've until you you know we haven't got there but until you bought the brick house like own the brick house you'd never worked in the restaurant industry you'd never waited tables you'd never washed dishes in a restaurant i don't think sergeant Margaret even made you wash a dish probably but, <laughs> but you had never worked in it's the not true uh, you'd never worked in the restaurant that food is service industry right uh, right that's why like when i remember you tell tell me about this i'm like Hold on! What do you? What crap? you don't know? Crap about this? <laughs> so that's so I don't know why. Just because you've eaten in a restaurant doesn't mean you can no. own
1: one. <laughs> but I don't know why. Once I I stumbled upon it and started learning about it, I don't know why it, it grabbed me. Okay. And then I'm like, man, this is what I want to do. And then it just became almost an obsession learning about it, going into restaurants, mm-hmm.
0: and then you start looking sure. at things differently. So um, so then how did it we so did it how to come about it so. The place you have now, the, the Locksburg House Grill. Uh, before it was, it's like a home, been a hometown sort of barn grill. It was called. I, I remember it, it's. was I think it was called Ned's before you bought it. it I remember it be called Dick, Dick and Barb's. Barbs it was That's, Joe and Judy's. It was Cooper's Corner. It's yeah. always been there. Always it's, been It's there. changed hands many times. I don't know if it's ever actually went out of business, but it's it's always changed hands. It's all yep. the time that that you know. Yeah. W- was changed. How did it come about that you got that place?
1: So. What I did was once I got into real estate, I did, I, I you know, the first thing I do, Hey, I call up my stepdad. Hey, how do I get into something? Mm-hmm. He's like, Oh, you're interested in that. I'm like, I am. So he found me a little house, got a great deal on it, bought it. Me and him went in, fixed it up a little Around bit. Around here. Not or, up. Yeah, here. We did teaching. it at Batalto. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, that way if something went wrong, I did have, you know, somebody I could call him, but Hey, can you go do this or blah, blah, blah. Right. So I got into that, bought my first house, had a little income going, was saving that up. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I got dumb and then i bought went and bought a car oh, hey you, get bought, that ride. You, bought,
0: you bought that that like <laughs> urban assault vehicle jeep i remember like you bought it and i was like cuz i you know what i when i graduated college the first thing i did i went about a brand new jeep hey and I'm, I'm learning i'm learning quick, the and hard way. Yours was like one of those <laughs> four <just>, door oh, <laughs> four door or not, it was barely a jeep i mean it was like <laughs> all you know it's like it's not like your old time yeah, jeeps yeah, it was so one it of was, those brand new like Hard yuppie yuppy <laughs> assault vehicles or whatever. So, I had, hey, you gotta you gotta learn know, the hard of way course, sometimes. Of course.
1: So I was taking my I got, I had this rent money coming in. Right. Like, hey, you were learning, easy. you were living ghetto <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> so big teaching income. So a little more learning. Cool. Right. And then I'm like, this is ridiculous. Right. Why am I paying all this money to this car? So after a you're couple years, a look cool. So yeah, basically, yeah. yeah you're still. A so I sold it. Pool. And went and bought a 1998 Honda Accord with 200,000 miles nice. on it for $2,000. Nice. Drove that for the next two, three years. So
0: this is the point, like you know, I want to get into my own business, this is where, so I'm yes. going to start skimping and saving. Exactly. And yeah.
1: So I, so at this time, I, I had came home one summer. This is about a year before I bought the brick house, and mm-hmm. I came home for the summer. I'd come home for about a month in July, um, and I. As soon as I came home, like I had I was ready to so do set, make a move. The make first move. person I'm gonna go talk to is my stepdad. Uh-huh. And I and I'm like, Hey, I wanna talk to you. So I come in, you know, he's kind of an intimidating guy. I'm young. I don't know shit really. Right. So I talk I said, hey, I don't know what I really wanna do, but I do know that my passion is to work for myself, to start mm-hmm. my own business like you did if it's real estate if it's whatever blah blah and we
0: had a good talk and i thought because pro- as, as a former boss you're not that great at working for someone <laughs> <laughs> i got better I, okay you, i did get better <laughs> okay, i learned a lot couldn't have got worse
1: <laughs> um but so and you don't know how they're going to take you it's like oh that's a pipe dream Yeah. keep doing what you're doing ross um so so we had a good talk. He was really open about it. Right. Both my parents were. And they're like, yeah. oh, we'll try to figure it, you know, you, Brainstorm, we'll figure it out. Well, right. That's really what you want to do. So the whole year went by, you know, I kind of looked at No re- opportunities. Not working. really. and opportunities came open. And then he calls me one day and uh, he's like, hey, uh, Ned's place uptown. He's like, because they went there every Friday to right. eat. You know, it was like walking distance exa- from Exactly. House. Right up the road. And so- the owner had came up to my dad and talked to him like, "Hey, I'm trying to get out." Um, you know, he had already had a successful trucking company and bought this probably kind of to just do in retirement, something to do. And I think he realized that man, it's a lot of work. So he he went to get out of it. Talked to my talked to my parents for the the first person he went to talk to about it, mm-hmm. selling it. And my dad's like, "You know, that's not what I want to do." Right, right. But my son did come right. to me, and so he called me and said, "Hey, here's an opportunity." So I'm like, all right, well, let's set up a meeting with the guy, and I and and like I told you, I'd studied some restaurant stuff, like so I was excited. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. man, um, so we set up a meeting, and me and my dad, at, we we got the numbers from him and everything. A couple of weeks later, we had another meeting with them, and after looking at the numbers and stuff, we I offered them, and I mm. lowballed them. Yeah, you know, I didn't have a lot of money anyways. Right. right. Um, so I lowballed him. Um, he um, didn't take it. Said, ah, I can't do that. I can never do that. Blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I had done a couple things to set me up be- before this. I had taken my rental house that I'd brought up to you mm-hmm. and I had sold it, made right. quite a bit of money. Right. And at this time, me and my wife moved in together. So we took that money. Shout out to Donnie B. That's right. So we took that money from the rental house, found a house up in Jacksonville that, was a great deal, you know, and it kind of leaned on my dad to help me find this house. And we found one, we fixed it up. And, and so,
0: Jacksonville is about a half hour from where he, was half Beardstown, yep. from where you were teaching and still about hour and a half, two hours from
1: here. Yep. 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 Okay. So we bought another house and then we, you know, we fixed it up to flip it. Mm-hmm. So we knew we had a nice little we we had some money and, we, and plus we sold we didn't have any car payments or anything like right. that you know we're saving everything we can right um, so I remember man I had it was just exciting it was exciting to me because I look at my savings account I'm like God ah, yeah yeah I'm yeah. smart <laughs> sold that car like <laughs> right, right. doing things right I felt yeah. good about it so this came up and then he he didn't take the offer mm-hmm. um, a couple of months what later, month
0: do you think this is. Uh this' You're was, still in a school year this right? was
1: we're still in a school year, and this is still basketball season because Basket. I remember having to come home and it was oh, I had to come home for like a Saturday or a Sunday and mm-hmm. have this I think it was a Sunday came okay. home to have this meeting and then had to drive right back um so it was still during basketball season, so a couple months then goes by, so it's maybe now december it's, January so it's probably something like that yeah. december january um mm-hmm. and then a couple months go by i'm sure he tried to reach out to other people you Ooh. know trying to sell <laughs> yeah scary. and so it was probably, it was definitely towards the end of school year. It had to be end of April, beginning of May, something like that. And he reached back out. He's like, hey, think that offer's still there from your son. The same,
0: the same low ball offer? Yeah.
1: And he goes, he, he said, well, I'll call him. Mm-hmm. Call him. And like, yeah, I, I could still do that. Yeah. And so that's where, boom. That's where it boom. went. And so then that was, down any, here, idea month, any idea what my what was? I think that was probably May. May yeah
0: gotcha so you so May the school the school year is coming to an end yeah we we went through the first week of June so what I remember you're doing and I thought was so you end up so you came down here for the summer because you're a teacher so you're off so what I thought was awesome is we touched on that you had never worked in the restaurant business the food industry at all and you came down and just like one whole summer you just you shadowed the owner. You shadowed like the bartenders. You shadowed the the cooks. You shadowed you shadowed the the, bu- yeah. the, the bus boys. Yeah, the just tro- exactly. just you spent three months. I spent like, two, two s- months. Two months just studying the industry and what you do and how to do it and what not to do. Yeah. And I mean,
1: obviously, you know, I, I was doing what I could in that month before I got back down here. Once we right. agreed, I was going to buy it. Uh huh. Doing what I could do there, but you can to do so much. I mean, you got to have hands on to really learn this industry. Right. So and I just called him up and I said, hey, until we buy, this is what I'd like to do. Like, mm-hmm. I just want to come down and just shadow. I'm going to follow you around my shadow. And, and Ned, who you bought it from, is a gr- I, great guy. know oh him. Oh, my God. I, he's awesome. Great dude. I mean, he he... He didn't hold anything back. Right? No, he he showed me all his books. He I came in every morning, met him. So he's an early riser, mm-hmm. six o'clock every morning. Wow! So you we get were up, up <laughs> there, and I came in to learn how to count the money. So every morning rituals. you'd come in at like six a.m. about, yeah. wow.
0: and not even getting a paycheck not from getting him or a paycheck. Like, I mean, you're still a teacher, and you, yeah, you yeah. So I had, had that coming, that in, coming but yeah.
1: in, through the summer, so I was all right. But so it was about just buckling down and learning everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, he wasn't there, at this time he knew he was selling, so he wasn't there, you know, he'd come in and do the money, right. he was there during the peak hours, but I would stay, you know, I'd follow, the, follow. one day I'm following around the um, the, the bartenders and the servers, mm-hmm. and, and, and picking their brains anytime I could, and then I would right. spend, you know, I, remember I would spend weeks just in the kitchen.
0: Right, Not how, how old were you at the time?
1: A Great question, so I would be 31. Wow! Yeah, yeah thirty-one. Um, so I'd stay in the kitchen and just learn their their methods, uh-huh. you know. And I'm, I'm whole, you're thinking of everything you can do. How can when I take it, How can I make this run
0: smoother, more efficient? I can see you, like how can I, just, I be more efficient? Man, yeah. it's just br- doing just, what you and I do, taking notes, right? Taking yeah, down, yeah. down, writing yeah, down, everything, down, down, everything. Down,
1: yeah. um, so then you you know you make some contacts. You know, a big one. I I. Contact I made was Don Frankie, who's my food salesman now. Uh-huh. Shout out to Don Frankie. And he, in this time frame, during the slow period, he was contacting other business, other mm-hmm. owners for me. Pump House, uh, Pump House, which is one. another big, yeah, big um, bar um, restaurant around here. Um, the Huddle and Cons, just going to different places. Um, Kathy like Gross at Kathy Gross Gros City, City. Um, had multiple meetings with all of them, where I would just go pick their brain, one, everything it's, down. One,
0: it's awesome that you would reach out. And do that with them, but two, it's awesome that they would sit down and talk to you. Absolutely, you know because I mean, you're coming in to, to sort of oh. be their competition, but you mm-hmm. know, those people were so so awesome just to be like helping you out. Like, the, hey, let's. And you, you know, find all out all about together. this
1: industry is that hey. Everybody that's in this industry will do anything to help other people that's out. They amazing. don't look at each other as, hey, we're competition. I'm trying to take you out. It's, right. it's a, it's a, the other owners in this industry are awesome.
0: And you know what? The people you've named, like who's the owners of the pump house? Is Darren, yeah, Darren and Gary. Darren and Gary and awesome. Kathy Gross and Tommy. Those are hardworking entrepreneurs right there. Absolutely. Those are great people to talk to to get, yeah, and you know, and they like all done had their my, businesses and
1: had my same vision. So it was just yes, a good, you know, yes, age group and, people to line up with right so you know you can't what they've done for me the advice the hey here's my mistakes don't do that you right. know this is what we did right. at the beginning don't do that i mean to get that advice uh-huh. getting into an industry you've never been in right it's huge you know yeah. you, i mean it's 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 a big step in the learning curve that you get to skip some people yeah. have to go to
0: seminars
1: and do things like that, pay yeah.
0: someone. And it, yeah, it but I
1: some took stuff. a lot of my experience from coaching and trying to get better and applied it to, to learning this industry as well as mm-hmm. getting mentors and picking brains and getting in rabbit holes online and reading and, and books, <laughs> the power right. of books. It's right. unbelievable.
0: So you, that's – you. So. So what you sold you sold your house up in Jackson. So then right? we sold our house in Jacksonville. And so and th- they, I like I like this part of the story you sold like that was not your dream house it was the first house you ever bought. You bought it how old were you? 29 28 30, yeah,
1: 29, 29. bought it something like that. You sold
0: that up there we ha- and then you quit you quit your what you thought was like your dream job head basketball coach which you got at a very early age. Yep. Uh te- you know a teaching job and then you guys moved into a one-bedroom apartment, <laughs> yeah, right? right? Yeah. I mean, this was a hard sell with my
1: wife. It's not like she was just like, she was a bartender all through college. Uh-huh. She knew what the industry was about. And
0: she was working in the, she was banking. And she was a banker banking, now. Yeah. so And she was in banking then, yeah,
1: correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's in banking now. Yeah. She was a banker then. And she was a bartender all through college. Mm-hmm. So she knew, you know, what kind of hours she was going in and right. to be involved in this, what kind of right. the ins and outs, right. you know, so- You know, I didn't have the the experience, but she had the experience on that part. (laughs) Right. right. So it wasn't an easy sell right off the bat. Right. Um, Then I'd say, hey, we got to sell this. This awesome house we found has an in-ground pool, you know, <laughs> right? right? We'll say, nice. we, got,
0: we got to get rid of the uh, yuppie assault vehicle and get a get Man, a vehicle. are we With two hundred thousand miles on it. Well, we're investing every dollar we got
1: into this business that we're about to earn off the sale of this house. Right. and moving and to we're a one-bedroom apartment. A one-bedroom apartment from my yeah. parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: That it, apartment was tiny, tiny. I think it was used to be like their closet. It it, basically, tiny. it was their closet it, it, and bathroom at one time. <laughs> it, it was it was tiny. It had a dog. And had a dog. dog in there,
1: and so you do this. You know, I want to say mentorship, kind of with Ned. Basically, mm-hmm. you know, two months just in here learning everything I can. And at the same time, man, this you know we knew we were gonna shut down for a little while. You know, right? And and clean. You know. Redo the place right. as much as we right. could. Rebrand uh, it. Rebrand it. Exactly. It. Um, so, you know, at the same time, you're, how can I, what can I do to make the place better? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're, you're getting all these ideas, every, you know, everything. You're, people are coming in. You're picking their brains about what they like to see in the community about uh-huh. how this place could get better. Um, and so then it's beginning of August, we, we purchase. We shut down. Uh, I guess it was the end of July we shut down. That,
0: that's scary shutting down because uh, you sure. knew that you could have made a little bit of money and sort it of was, slowly like we I mean, but you guys just, yeah. you opted to shut it down, stop all operations and just remodel the place. Yeah. Yeah. So from,
1: and you're right, we could have, we could have just kept it going the way it was mm-hmm. and. Been no, under gotta, construction. Yeah, as exactly. No one likes but we that. But yeah, no yeah. one likes that. So we but got It's so scary. Really sh- and,
0: I, and I don't think your goal, would, I don't think you planned on shutting it down for as long as you did.
1: No, did we you? went from the end of July and got it going. I mean, it was unbelievable how quick we got it going, but we thought a couple weeks. Yeah, I remember the that. Car- we thought we were going to rip out the carpet, right. paint the walls. Right change the decor a little bit mm-hmm. we were putting in new tables and new chairs but
0: as you get into a project like that then
1: you get like into like a project oh,
0: should while we're already into this we might exactly as well change right. out the bar while so we're we
1: were in. hoping for about two weeks of renovations <laughs> yeah and my boy my boy Frankie will always say hey whatever you think double it yeah and so <laughs> maybe triple it It ended up being about um about six weeks of renovations and a and I think at one time me and my stepdad went 32 straight days of 14 plus hours working out. wow at it. so and you know and, and if
0: anybody's ever even spent 14 minutes with him <laughs> yeah. that's rough let alone 14 hours and, you know we were bringing other like there was a lot of people you got
1: a lot of people came up and just gave time you you know my whole family friends um people just came up and helped out um right. and so, I mean, we'd never be, there, there was just such a, such a group of people around us that rallied and helped us right. out. But, um.
0: Yeah, because I can so, remember we'd, I'd come up and help whenever I could, you know, I had my own business going, I'd yeah. come up and help when I couldn't. It'd always be like one of your buddies or one of our <laughs> other brothers or our mom or, and, you know, everybody just kind of, kind of pitching in, you know, seeing the vision and going for it, you yeah. know.
1: So, so you start and it just snowballs. Like you said, man, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then you get into it and we're like, well, shoot, we get, that has to go. Uh, this right. has to change. Well, right. you
0: know, so you, I, it, it used to have shag carpet on uh, two, two layers. We found of out. shag carpet. I can remember, I can remember when we were ripping all that. I go, I think there's French fry grease from the eighties still in the shag carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that sucked that sucked um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> all you guys i had to
1: bring all you guys in it because it was two layers of carpet. yeah we yeah. tore
0: the, we started tearing the first layer up and there's uh, another, another layer they yeah. just laid it right on top <laughs> <laughs> good uh, for gymnastics great for gymnastics. any drunks off the bar stool i mean bam they're good yep, they're bounce good right back yes
1: um so we get into this we have no idea at this point but homecoming is coming up. So
0: let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for our millions of listeners all around the country that don't know what like we're talking about when we say homecoming, like in the town uh, that, that the Brick House is located in, there's a big like the town has a big homecoming every year. And it's it's uh, sarcastically labeled uh, the World's Fair. Because it is. I mean, it's, and so you guys, I mean, you set up, it's for a whole weekend. It's, it's Labor Day weekend. They set up, you set up this giant, like circus, like tent in the parking lot. Yep. You set up a bar outside. That's how long is that thing? I don't, I don't know. Forty feet long. <laughs> forty feet. I yeah, that's a, that good, that's a good. That's Give or take good twenty feet. But <laughs> I mean, it's like forty feet long. You got to bring in all these beer trucks. You got to, you got to hire bands. You got to hire DJs for the entire weekend. It's, yeah. It's. Cr- I mean, it's for a little small town. It's crazy. And what? I had never done any. Never, you've never ran a bar, <laughs> and then plus you're gonna. So basically, you, uh, you become an
1: event coordinator it, with that thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now,
0: right, and you're trying to get this place going, and 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 skipping forward a bit. You opened the thing starts on Friday. That giant event, where there's thousands of people coming here. You opened on the Thursday before. It was starting the next day. It was starting on that Friday. You yes. opened on Thursday. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember. I had lunch at the very first, oh, very man. first lunch. Uh, I had there. I had the Pride Fitness, which you named after my gym. And I remember sitting there. It's like,
1: man, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to happen. I'm, I'm skipping but, forward
0: a little bit, but I remember. You had called this the other bar across the street that uh, also they're also part of that homecoming and and you said hey how you you called them up Friday morning Friday morning you, you came
1: said, up to help me get
0: finish yeah, some things out the bar we we're setting and, the bar up yeah. and you called them and you said you know hey how much petty cash that I have on hand out here and they and you had like you had like two hundred dollars or something <laughs> yes. like that which we thought was a lot <laughs> <laughs> we thought that was a lot of money and uh, then you called them and how much did they
1: like 10 grand or something Something, it was something up something, there. It, it was, was thousands of dollars. Of dollars yes.
0: And I, I remember you didn't tell me that story until like three, four o'clock. We're standing outside by the <laughs> bar and I'm going to bartend that night and all our brothers are going to bartend. And you told me that story as we're standing there waiting for these thousands of people to show up. We're standing there and I looked over at you and I said, we are F. <laughs> I didn't remember exactly where we were. What year was this? 2015. 2000. I can remember where we were, what we were doing, <laughs> where the ex- everything when I turned to you and I said, We are effed.
1: <laughs> In the back of my mind, I thought, I'm going to shock the world. <laughs> 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 and it did, dude. And then it went off without. It, oh, I mean, it, there were some things behind the scenes where, I yes. mean, obviously. I yes. ran out of fives and had right, to, I remember right. had to go to your house because oh, yeah, I had to, I brought right. you a couple hundred dollars so you could yeah. change out the fives cuz you had <laughs> right money from that morning and yeah <laughs> from my business yeah
0: that's that's yeah. right I forgot that. I remember I think <laughs> I think I left because I was bart. We were all bartending, yeah, and just running. People don't realize how many people are. You're just running around crazy. I'm just sweating. I'm oh. covered like I'm just got done working out, covered in sweat. <laughs> and I remember like jumping in my vehicle and running home and grabbing, you know, getting my uh, our our deposit back from that morning and getting like bringing back a bunch of fives. And it's just <laughs> it was and and people. And what made it crazier is that homecoming's crazy anyway. But people had been anticipating the opening of your place, yes. so that even brought more people. Absolutely. And oh man, it was. But
1: you know, at the time, you're you think you're going two weeks of closing, and then you start putting more money and more money into it. Right. We had you, to you open. Could not, oh, you could had to. not. Yes. You know exactly. I mean, L- looking back, on it, maybe we should have just
0: maybe opened the outside, and not do food that weekend or uh, something right. like that. But we jumped right in and. It, it, and I remember, like I, I, bar like helped you set up that morning, and it was not just me. I'm not like there was a bunch of it. Said set- helped set up that morning, and then I went home, did my stuff, and then came back that that Friday afternoon and did some more, and then bartended that night, and then went to work. I went to work the next morning, and then we were coming back like the next day. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. were all
1: just we just were. It was my brothers did it. My closest friends did it. Yeah. I mean they. I mean people that rallied around and helped me out is you know you're like forever in debt with them because like. You couldn't do it without people like that. Right,
0: you right. Know? It, man. But it was, it, you know, it was hell and it sucked that weekend. But looking back now is fun. You know what I'm saying? I look back, yeah, it's just great memories. I can remember us yeah. kind of standing around at the, I like think- on the end of like Sat. I mean, it still went on Sunday morning, but that's not nearly as big. I can remember just standing around Saturday night, you know, having, having a cold one in our hands. I F think did we do yeah, this. I think we did it. <laughs> I, think I think we think did it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also i think i said something like you owe me for the rest of your life something like that oh <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but it, it was fun i mean we had such a great bonding it was just me yeah. and you and our brother sam and and our brother ty and even like our, our mom and everybody your stepdad yeah. up there everybody handing We're just they're 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 staying there just pouring draft beers and just we're just handing them out and, Yep, and yeah. all hands on deck all hands on deck yeah
1: so that was that was the beginning of it right and um you know, we've just, we've continued the entire time to to take what we earn from this and mm-hmm. we just keep investing in it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, it was something the community needed. Right. You know, something new, a little, little life into the community and, and that's what we're trying to bring. And so you, it, you know it isn't
0: such so much as a restaurant here in this town. It's more like sort of a meeting place. It's a gathering place you're for, right. you That's know, what for it's families and friends from this area. That's it's a what melting pot. It. And you walk
1: in and oh I'm gonna go get lunch at the brick house. And then you're like, Whoa, I haven't seen you in forever right, or whatever yeah, and you get into yeah. these conversations. We got these big tables. I love this. I do too. I love the big tables and when there might be We'll just say four people sitting at one and then a couple comes in and they're like, Hey, yeah, they sit, and they're yeah. like, Oh, how are you hey? I haven't seen you guys for a month, you know. And they sit down and then it becomes this little Yeah part, get together. Yes, and they yes. sit there and have drinks and, and I love I, that I, that, I love you that. You know every I mean, time I see it, it makes me it, smile.
0: And one thing I was I was totally wrong about. I you like you were talking about putting in those big four four big tall top tables on that kind of taking up one. Mm-hmm one side of the, yeah. know, the the place. And I remember telling you, no, I thought it was a bad idea. And now if those aren't open when I go in, <laughs> I'm mad. Who's, who's sitting in my tall t- in my tall top table? <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah, I remember but, like, oh, it's going to up too much space. It's yeah, yeah, I it's, remember. But it's really turned it into a, a little better gathering it's spot. The, the gathering spot it back It really there. is. You so, stand So many it.
1: people are in the same boat. They're, that <laughs> big table is not open. i got to sit at one of these low tops.
0: But, right. Yeah. Um, so, so what, Okay, you know uh, what? What's the future? What's the future of the brick house? Well, what I think got? you know, th-
1: we got the community is rallied around us so well. They, you know, I yeah. think we 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 just keep investing back into it and just trying to make it better. Right. Um, you know, and then we got. We got extremely lucky that our neighbor, Andy Augustine, was insurance. He was there forever. Shout out to Andy his, Augustine. His um his family, the Augustines are the ones who actually built the brick house and his building. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. So right. once he retired, you know, I was able to purchase his building, turn it into the brick hall, which has been an event hall. Right. Um and, and we knew there was a a market for it, right? But we didn't realize there was this kind of market, for right? It. I mean, it has really taken off. It's been unbelievable. It's been awesome.
0: Yeah, because it's not one of those. It's not one of those giant event spaces where you go to rent it and you, you know, you only have a hundred people, but it holds four hundred, and it looks like it's you know, there's no one there. It's it's a it's a great size yeah, spot you know, for hold one twenty, but you know, you get fifty in there, and it looks like yeah, you got right. a party going on, right? And people
1: right. rent for it for bridal showers. It yeah, can be bridal shower it can be a wedding reception. It's yeah, the, absolutely. It's a perfect absolutely. Yeah, you know. it's perfect. So. Um, so that, that has helped us really go, I guess, make a move forward. Right. You know, it is, it is helped us want to do, you know, I I don't really have the word for it, but, um, it's really boosted us forward that hall has, it really has. Um, and so, you know, going forward now, you know, we're hoping everything goes as planned is this spring, you know, the buildings are about 45 feet apart so there's a small parking lot mm-hmm. in between them so going forward what we'd like to do this spring is is add on to them um we'd like to a- actually make a building you know not just like an outside but actually right. put a big hole in the wall in the brick house combine the buildings um move our bar out of the brick house put it into the the
0: new spot and i'm not gonna like i've I've looked at the blueprints i like it's now it's gonna be like one of those sort of like the horseshoe bar yeah right in the middle right
1: in the middle all the tables get surrounded around it i love that kind of yeah becomes the the meeting spot there right um so then we take the brick house we want to just make it the you know dining area so Mm -hmm. if you come in with with a family you you know you can dine in an area away mm-hmm. from the bar um one thing that had always that i always really liked um that caught me I, not for, not for the prices or anything that for that but the the atmosphere of it um a place i i just that always I don't know, had my attention was Buffalo Wild Wings Uh and what what they kind of are. And that's like a family sports grill, bar slash. So that's what we've kind of tried to be is a family sports grill. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this will take the next step with really helping us become that with more TVs. And, you know, you want to watch the NCAA tournament or you want to watch a game like – we're going to become that spot, right? You know, because right now, I mean, if you're not at the bar or one of those big tables, it's not mm-hmm. the greatest viewing for sports. Um, but we'll have so many TVs, every game will be on, you know, right. we're going to try to become that spot and That's it's awesome.
0: More of so. a, and a but hometown, but well. hometown yeah. always. Yes, yes. Yes. Yes.
1: And, um, then behind it, we'll have some big glass, um, garage doors that lead out to a back beer garden in the back. That'll be pretty big and, you know, have bags out there and, and things like that.
0: Um, and I, and I know this is, I, I love just throwing things out that you don't want me to throw out but I was I, I, and, I, and I know this the build is going to be there's so many stages in it and different things but there was something like there's going to be years and I, there might be a rooftop at one point we looked into possibly we, <laughs> don't, don't you ruin my dream okay. my dream too bud don't ruin my dream I like me a good rooftop well, let's um, just say maybe can we say maybe 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 okay just Ooh. give me a maybe <laughs> Uh, but
1: you know that's kind of my story. Um, you know, I, uh, a thing I, I need to touch on though, without getting off here, before we getting off here, is, is how instrumental my wife, Donnie B, has been in this thing. Yes. I mean, she had the experience. I touched on that a little bit, but she was, and I, she was working. You know, she got luck. She very blessed. She was working up in, in Jacksonville at PNC Bank, got hired on Edwardsville. And that's really made the whole thing build a flow. We had she was able to keep a full-time job, insurance, plus but, she's for, producing your babies. That's
0: right. She's producing your babies. <laughs> and we didn't even touch this. So <laughs> so she's
1: working full-time and then still working three to four shifts bartending and serving, right. you know. I mean just because that first year. Anytime it, you
0: have a giant event or you know that there's going to be like there's like a big like golf tournament here and you know that people are going to be come flocking to your place afterwards, she's there working. Oh, uh, yeah. So she's been instrumental, I mean, and been able to
1: balance things off her and her ideas. I mean, it's just as much her as it is me. Um, And 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 I didn't even touch this. You know, we open up in in September. Mm -hmm. Like two weeks before we opened up, we find out we're pregnant.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, that was not planned you know, right. it just it just happened shout out to Brooklyn the ice cream in my eye I love that girl <laughs> love that
1: girl so on top of jumping into this and yeah. you, know, you find out that and hey and then we're still living in this one bedroom apartment and yeah. we, we have Brooklyn <laughs> with a <the> dog <laughs> with a <the> dog
0: <laughs> so but I mean those are like what I love about your story I don't think a lot of people know like the sacrifices you had to make you know what I'm saying? Selling your house, moving into a little apartment, driving a piece of crap. You know, you you bought your your dream vehicle, you sold that and bought a piece of crap to drive around just to so you could. You know, you're not married to that those payments, so you can you know build on your dream.
1: Yeah, those payments they, they hold you back from doing a lot of things. Um, right, and that's and that's what it's about. I think my my story more than anything is is. You got to be, if you really want to do something, I really wanted to work for myself. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to start something for my family, work for myself. Um, and, and, and what it really takes, if that's really what you want to do or whatever you really want is you got to, you got to be willing to take the necessary steps, the necessary right. sacrifices right. to, do, to Del- really do what you want to do. And that's, and that's, that's really my story. And I, and I delayed gratification. Absolutely. You know, And, you know, I think me and my wife and my family, we we were willing to do that. And we were willing to, you know, we're still willing to, at any sacrifice, <laughs> at any, what, whatever happened with the economy, I mean, we're willing to take the necessary steps, I think, to to do what we got to do to, you know, be successful.
0: Without being too cheesy, and i probably have to punch you in the face after saying this, but I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what you guys have built and what you've done in your business and your family. It's just, it's awesome to have watched, like, you mature and and you know and make your dream happen, man. Make right. your dream happen. I it's, appreciate that. People don't realize so, shut up. <laughs> people don't realize how, how hard it is and the sacrifices you've had to make. So yeah. enough about so, you. I can't wait to talk about me on the next one. You're you're <laughs> next, man. <laughs> it's, um
1: I think in in your story the same way. It's about sacrifices and everything you've done and um gotten out of the uh you know, you two, you got out of kind of the, the 40-hour work week, working right. for somebody else, working for right. the man. Right. Um, major dream come true. So on our, our next show, we'll um, since I guess we went with me first, our next show will be getting into Todd and how the Thunderdome has become the Thunderdome. Thunderdome. <laughs> so and that's it. So thank you all for um, listening
0: to the Eat, Slay, Live podcast. And we are the Loxecutioners. And until next time, we're going to close it out with The Gambler. On a
2: warm summer's evening, on a train bound for Norway, I met up with The Gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring. Out the window at the darkness, till boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you're out of aces for a taste of whiskey, I'll give you some advice. So I handed him my bottle and he drank down my last swallow. Then he bombed a cigarette and asked me for a light, and the night got deathly quiet, and his face lost all expression, said if you're gonna play the game, boy, you gotta learn to play it right, you got to know.